Hey streamers, welcome to the Streaming Lab podcast. This is Jan Colleter from the Streaming Lab newsletter here in Dubai City on Tuesday, February 20th. Each episode, we are having a look at the latest headlines that are shaping streaming in Middle East, North Africa and India. I'm joined by uh, Vinit Mehta, also in Dubai. Hi Vinit, how are you doing? How was your trip uh, to India last week? Hi Jan, hello viewers, streamers. It was good. It was hectic. I'm, every time I go back to India, I'm amazed at uh, how fast things are developing. Uh, good signs with the infrastructure growth in uh, in in my city where, where I come from, which is Mumbai, Bombay. I like calling it Bombay. Uh, and uh, but yeah, so it's it's a good sign that a lot of uh, growth and development is happening. But the downside of that is the pollution is is terrible. So. I'm hoping that, you know, the metro and all the construction work uh, gets over quickly. It should help, definitely. And we have to, to find a good excuse for me to, to come to uh, Bombay one day. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. I'm sure we'll find that. We something. have to find a way. <laughs> anyway, what happened this week in uh, streaming in Mina? Yongo Play, the new super media app in Middle East. SVOD subscriptions in Mina in 2029. And then the launch of the Franco Film Festival. And for streaming in India, Uru is going uh, public. Geo's advertiser plans for IPL 2024. And last uh, topic of the day, Chopal and uh, plans for International Mother Language Day. That's it? All good? Let's go. Great. Let's start with the big news um, of the week or last week. We are a little bit late uh, to record this podcast uh, today. Yongo Play um, just uh, officially launched in uh, Middle East. So let me give you uh, some details about this new uh, streaming service. The parent company is Yandex. Um, that is the Google of uh, Russia. And... Um, they decided to create their own um, streaming service in um, Middle East. So very specific countries, Saudi Arabia, UAE, Qatar, Oman, Bahrain, Kuwait, and Egypt. They uh, already launched in the region last year their um, service called Yongo. It's kind of an ecosystem of tech services, um, mixing, you know, the right uh, hailing uh, service, uh, delivery, e-grocery, uh, and then Yongo Play will be a separate app. Even if it's a super app, you, you won't find uh, the, the uh, ride-hailing delivery e-groceries next to the uh, video, music, etc. So on one side, you have the Yongo existing app, and then on the, on the other side, a standalone super media app mixing different types of content, music, movies and series, mini games for now. So when you, when you access the app, you have uh, four main tags. The last one is TV channels. So the, this style is uh, still gray. It's, it's written coming soon, TV channels. So we'll see. Can't wait. Uh, I played a little bit with, um, with it in the past um, few days. Um, maybe one question for you, uh, Vinit. Like, do you think we... We have enough SVOD services in the region or one more is, is a good uh, thing? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I, I have the same thought. Uh, it's it's time for aggregation, no? Yes, yeah, definitely. It looks like it's um, their main uh, strategy. So it's uh, as I just said, it's an uh, SVOD uh, service. The cost will be um, like uh, twenty nine point ninety nine uh, dirhams in UAE. Same in um, Saudi Riyadh, in Saudi Arabia, uh, Egypt, Qatar, Oman, Bahrain, Kuwait. Um, a little bit the same. I think the USD price is uh, seven point ninety nine. So it's slower than the main local streaming services, uh, but it's still higher than than the niche services in in the region. What's interesting is that the free trial is sixty day, so it's uh, much oh, yeah. much longer than the, than the than the classic uh, trial. I'm sure you can guess why Ramadan is coming next week, so this, ah, this free trial right. includes Ramadan. Nice. Um, right now, uh, the service is only available on iOS, Android, and smart TVs. So there's no web version. One important point: so they have a it looks like they have a super aggregation strategy because they. Acquire their own content, but it looks like it's limited for now, um, which is kind of normal when, when you launch a service. And, and then they uh, aggregate also a lot of content coming from one of the top uh, streaming service of the region, Starsplay. But based on what I saw, like it's not like a, you know, a 30%, 40%, like it's 90% of the content comes from Starsplay. So ob- obviously, uh, Starsplay, Starsplay, they have a lot yeah. of great content. So the content that can uh, I could uh, see on uh, Yango Play is, uh, is is definitely good with a mix of uh, Western, Arabic, Turkish content, even Asian so with uh, with uh, some uh, Indian uh, uh, movies and TV series. So definitely for a start, it's a good mix. However, I would have expected, let's say, more um, diverse approach in terms of uh, partners. So we should expect more partners in the coming weeks or months. So I don't say it's good or bad. Um, I, yeah. I just say, I'm just saying that it's um, kind of a surprise, but let's see, let's see. And it's not a soft launch because they, the communication strategy was there. You know, they, they booked the, the sphere in uh, Riyadh. I'm sure you saw on uh, LinkedIn or on, on social media, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, visuals for, for the launch. And I was, you know, I mean, it's a Russian service. Do they have Russian content? No, <laughs> no, no, I don't say. Uh, maybe, maybe kids. I have to check again. Like, so um, I could, I couldn't like uh, oh, work okay. on a deep analysis uh, of the content because they they have quite quite a substantial amount. Ah, uh, yeah. But uh, definitely before Ramadan, I want I want to give them a little bit of time, you know, to bring bring more partners, more content, and then I will uh, have a look again. You cut them some slack for now, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, let's see, beginning of March, I will uh, yeah, spend time and, and have a look at uh, where the content comes from, what do they have, etc. That was interesting, man, because I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of Russians also moving to uh, the GCC. So I was just wondering whether, you know, they have a strategy to target the Russians also here. Um, but definitely the super app strategy with video uh, will definitely push uh, you know, Kareem, Talabat also to maybe reevaluate, uh, check out a video strategy. We know that Noon uh, is showing this year's IPL, is live streaming this year's IPL. Uh, they have the highlights okay. of, for the RSL. So, you know, interesting. Yeah, and then the Angami uh, NOSN Plus uh, strategy. So, oh, yeah. 
yeah, they will mix uh, mu music and video. So it should be a little bit similar, but with much more content. So let's see. First topic for um, streaming in India. Tell me uh, what's happening with uh, Hulu. They are going public, right? Yeah. So this is uh, not to be confused with the Hulu of the US, but a lot of my friends uh, in the video tech industry get confused. But Ulu, Ulu in, uh, in Hindi means uh, owl. Uh, so, but it, this is a, this is a risky version of the owl. It's, uh, it's an OTT platform focused on semi-porn content. Oops. Uh, yes, you heard it right. Semi-porn with a P-O-R-N. Uh, and they have their IPOing. So this is like, uh, it's taken everyone by, uh, surprise, shock, you name the word, but, uh, there's an IPO. I was going through their, uh, red herring prospectus. Uh, or the draft DRHP, yeah, DRHP document, which they filed with SEBI, which is the Indian version of the you know the the market regulator, uh, and um, very interesting, you know, Yan, uh, it's the IPO size is sixteen million dollars to eighteen million dollars, one six and one eight, uh, which is decent. Eighteen people content team, fifty five people tech team, so all their tech is in house. They've also uh, acquiring and translating Turkish, Korean, and Russian content, which is, I, I mean, you know, no one is used, no one is doing Russian content uh, in India. Turkish, Korean, yes, but Russian. So that's interesting. The risks section of the prospectus clearly highlights that certain viewers or organizations might find the content objectionable. And uh, the numbers, I mean, you know, this is, uh, was, is, is very interesting because, you know, this is data that we usually do not get for some of the uh, supposed mid-sized services. You know, we would think Ulu is semi-porn in India, what's going on. But hey, they have 2.7 million subscribers. Wow. It's not a niche uh, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Which is insane. And Netflix, just to, just to give you, just to give the, street, uh, the listeners a, a sense, Netflix in India has 6.5 million That's subscribers. That's crazy. Wow. And Ulu porn content... Uh, well, semi-porn content is 2.7 million subs. Their profit after tax is insane. So the last three years went from 150K to 450K USD to 2 million USD as a, as a profit after tax. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just it's just amazing. I mean, it's it's the the IPO is under the SME or SMB IPO section, which is the small and medium business, which is a newer category on the Bombay uh, Stock Exchange. But still, you know, it's uh, it's exciting to see that an OTT pure play OTT service can actually uh, IPO outside of the big guys. Do you know what do they plan to do with this um, extra amount of cash? Yes, so they are primarily going to spend it on content. And was the do you know if the the semi porn uh, content was kind of a niche uh, strategy? And then uh, right now they are looking to target a more global uh, audience with a different kind of content. I think most of the content strategy, for the most part, Yan, as I understand it, it will they'll stick to their strength. In between, they tried launching a twenty four by seven channel, uh, and basically what they did is they took their semi porn storylines and try to essentially you know censor it or come up with alternative storylines which is not that risk risky it didn't work and it, it didn't work clearly there's a massive market for this 
but yeah, so they, they want to spend the most of the money on on content and uh, and hiring new talent. Interesting. Let's try to keep track of it and, and see the result of the IPO. But when is it, when is it uh, planned? I think in the next couple of months. Next topic about streaming in Mina. The focus is now uh, market intelligence. So I'm sure you've heard about Digital TV Research, one of the um, market research company tracking what's happening in uh, streaming in uh, Mina. Usually, you know, uh, I'm a little bit um, septic, I would say. When I look at uh, the, their data, you know, most of the time they can uh, anticipate and uh, forecast how many subscribers uh, will like uh, Starsplay have in the next uh, 10 years or SN or, <laughs> or Shade. Um, and it's very difficult to anticipate these kind of numbers. But at the same time, it's fun. And um, when it helps the local uh, streaming community, I like this. So the news um, of last week was about the number of sub SVOD subscription they anticipate uh, for the MENA region. So let's start with... Um, the numbers today, so Netflix, they had 3.8 million subscribers end of 2023, followed by Shahid VIP, the SVOD plan, with 3.5 million, and Starsplay, they said 3 million. So their projection is uh, by 2029, they anticipate the region to host 26 million SVOD subscriptions across the 13 Arabic countries. Big surge compared to the 14 million recorded in the uh, end of 2023. But what's uh, even more interesting is the split. Shy VIP 5.8 million, followed by Netflix 5.6. So Shahid will become the top SVOD service in Mina in 2029. A big news. I'm not sure if we can call it a, a news because it's a, a forecast. But still, you know, it shows the trend. And Starsplay is right behind Netflix with uh, 5 million sub subscribers anticipated. And then you have Disney Plus, Amazon, same numbers, 3.2 million. And the poor OSN Plus, 1.5. I don't know. That they don't like OSN. <laughs> Apple TV Plus, uh, 500K, so, and then others, 1.3 million. Yeah, it's, you know, OSN, I, I guess the, the the bet is on on those streamers who are doubling down on local content. Definitely. Um, it shows that the local players can not only compete with the global giants, but uh, become better um, on their own uh, territories. Um, it's not a big surprise. Definitely, I, I know the I know the numbers, and the, the trend is uh, better than the one uh, from Netflix. Having said that, we discussed about the new slate of Netflix for 2024, and they started investing again in local Arabic content, movies, TV series, TV shows. So I will not say that uh, those uh, for, uh, forecasts are. Uh, totally um, realistic, you know. Uh, I would expect Netflix to to, to, to grow a, a lot. So, yeah, I think it will be a big fight between Shahid and Netflix. Starsplay, um, depending what they do, uh, yeah, they can definitely play in, in top uh, three. 
And uh, honestly, Disney Plus, I think they will uh, struggle a little bit more. And I will bet on OSN, no? With the, mer the merge with uh, Angami, I'm sure they can uh, generate much more subscribers uh, in, in by uh, 2029. All right, good point, yeah. The main issue with this kind of uh, analysis is that you know, the main st the strategy in the region is definitely going hybrid. So um, tracking only as if you subscribers, I feel like uh, it's a little bit limited. Yeah. Especially right now that you have a lot, of, most of the players are hybrid with AVOD, uh, SVOD, at supported SVOD. So I would have expected uh, an analysis mixing all the business models. Because right now when you are a shade VIP uh, subscriber, you also watch AVOD content. Uh, same for Starsplay and uh, that launched Starzone recently. Netflix at some point they will open their ad supported uh, SVOD uh, tier. Amazon also. Disney Plus, I'm not sure. And OSN, yeah, probably also. So let's see. Again, the message is nice. Uh, like uh, it means that the local streaming services can definitely uh, not only compete but but become better in terms of uh, subscribers. So let's see. Good one. Let's see how it all develops. Next news about India, top streaming player, Jio. Uh, uh, so what are their plans for IPL 2024? It's coming soon, right? Yeah. So uh, next, well, next three months, uh, going to be three to four months. It's going to be very interesting from a... Uh, India happenings and development events uh, point of view. We have the IPL coming up. Um, the rumor on the street, they haven't announced the official dates yet because uh, we also have the India general elections. Um, oh, yes, you're right. So basically, uh, the BCCI who organizes the IPL have not announced the official dates, but GEO has started preparing for a potential start on the 23rd of March. Uh 24, 2024. And um, I think the big news is that uh, Geo really wants to go all out to get the advertising dollar and advertising pie. Because as everyone knows, Geo last year completely changed the game by streaming the IPL for free uh, for the first time in the tournament's history uh, across devices. And um, it was completely ad-supported. Uh, no payment was collected from the users. Um, and so uh, as as basically to double down on that strategy, uh, now this year they have organized roadshows in nine cities of India. Uh, it's ongoing. It's supposed to end uh, at the end of this month. What do you mean by roadshows? Yeah. So they actually basically have the teams uh, traveling across uh, the country to share with the advertisers, brands, hyper local businesses, and the fans. What the, yeah, so it's amazing. I think it's 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 they're really showing the way of how to attract uh, advertisers and advertising dollars, um, which I find really really inspiring for some of the other OTTs. Uh, because you know OTT as Jan, you and I know the the tendency is that yes, you have a direct sales team. Um, and then you rely on programmatic, but what Geo is saying is that, you know, no, we'll go where the advertiser is and, you know, India is a big country. There are 
advertisers in different parts. So there's a nine city roadshow going on. Uh, they have different formats, obviously all the display formats, video is, you know, pre-roll, mid-roll. They also have interstitial, which is the takeover of the entire app or the entire website. Uh, they have branded content where they're encouraging brands to uh, create content, which actually does not look like an ad, uh, but looks like more of a infomercial. Um, and then what I find very interesting is that in um, with an opt-in strategy for the user, uh, they will actually do performance marketing for brands where uh, the users can fill out forms uh, and they will work on a cost per lead generated model for brands in a big way. So they will not charge uh, brands for the creative, but they will only charge them once the lead is generated. Wow, very, so, very smart. Mm. Yeah, so I think you know it, it's it's something to for some of the uh are some of our other OTT friends across both the regions to to just see how they are approaching uh, a pure play ad supported strategy. And uh, IPL will be uh, definitely crazy uh, um, in uh, India, and if we focus in uh, Mina quickly, so we should uh, be able to watch IPL on. Uh, IPTV in UAE on eLife. Um, I assume eVision e should have also uh, the digital rights and distribute it on uh, Stars Play. And then um, you mentioned uh, Noon also should uh, have it again this year. Yes. Yeah, Noon has it from what we hear. I mean, this is just uh, not confirmed news, but what we hear is that it's going to be one dirham for the entire tournament. Wow, much more aggressive um, pricing than last year. Last year was what? Uh, 16, 18 dirhams? 16, 18 dirhams, 18, 20 dirhams, yeah. Okay, let's see. We should know very soon. Yeah, should be should be fun. Last news of uh, the week for uh, streaming in uh, Mina. It's not about streaming, <laughs> but about uh, cinema. <laughs> This time, um, it's uh, the same universe. Uh, so the Franco Film Festival is back. It's the 14th edition, presented by uh, Institut Français UAE, Cinéma Kiel, Sorbonne University Abu Dhabi, wow. and in collaboration with uh, embassies, uh, France, Switzerland, Canada, Luxembourg, uh, Belgium, and Lebanon. And so French-speaking uh, uh, countries. So it should be in Cinema Akil. You, you remember I mentioned several times this uh, cinema, independent cinema based in Al-Sarkal, Dubai, Alcoz. So um, from the 23rd to the 29th of February, and then it will move to Abu Dhabi at the Sorbonne University from the 29th to the 3rd of uh, March. Awesome, man. I really like this kind of initiative because it's uh, it brings like, yeah, the community uh, together. French content in, in this region is not uh, that easy to to promote, but there is definitely an audience for uh, for that. And Cinema Kill uh, is the perfect partner for this kind of uh, event. They promote independent cinema, great cinema uh, that, that we don't always find in the main um, cinema chains in uh, UAE. So yeah, it was also a shout uh, out to, uh, to to mention Franco Film Festival and uh, I, I wish them the best for this uh, 14th uh, edition. Awesome. And and Jan, what, what's the 
what is a content slate? Is mainly full full length feature movies. What they said is that the so opening nights will feature a festival gem called Ama Gloria, then documentary called The Stunt uh, Woman, and then other um, titles from the French speaking cinema: The Animal Kingdom, The Lost uh, Children, Mother and Son, and then Dunya and the Princess of Aleppo. So um, yeah, usually the it's not like uh, movies that uh, you're supposed to know, even me uh, as a French uh, guy. But uh, it's always interesting, like to 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 go there to discover uh, kind of new cinema that again we're not uh, used to watch, especially in this region where in, in the in the cinema you know you have uh, mainly uh, uh, blockbusters. So yeah, it will be a good opportunity. Last uh, news from your side, Chopal. So what do they plan to do for International Mother Language Day? Yes. So Chopal OTT is a, a OTT from the state of Punjab. Um, and it covers uh, Punjabi, Haryanvi, and Bhojpuri languages from India. So fairly widely spoken in the north uh, part of the country. And uh, in fact, my newsletter that's coming out tomorrow talks about this in some detail. But basically... Uh, for our streamers and listeners, um, I did not know about uh, this day until these guys told me about it. So International Mother Language Day is also known in India as Ma Boli Divas. Uh, Ma in, in, in Hindi is mother, Boli is speech, and Divas is day. So, well, International Mother Language Day, it celebrates uh, linguistic diversity and um just a quick background of why this day is celebrated. It's basically originated from Bangladesh. So for our listeners, um, Bangladesh and Pakistan at one point in time were one country uh, until uh, Bangladesh became independent uh, in 1971, I believe. Uh, however, Bangladesh had a distinctly um, different way of life, culture, language, as compared to Pakistan, Bangladeshis speak uh, Bengali and variants of the Bengali language, and Pakistan uh, speaks primarily Urdu and Punjabi. As Bangladesh's fight for you know recognition, independence, uh, they said that you know we want to be proud of our heritage, of our Bengali language, of our culture, and so as a mark of that respect, nineteen in in nineteen fifty two. Uh, 21st February uh, was declared as International Mother Language Day and recognized by the United Nations. Now, the reason why uh, we're talking about this is because obviously uh, this uh, International Mother Language Day and the, um, the languages that it represents comes out naturally in streaming, where it represents in India, for example, 42 languages. So, the Chopal OTT is uh, taking a leaf out of this day and doing a lot of promotions, roadshows across the northern states to promote um, the languages that are available on the platform and also uh, influence people, showcase how they are improving jobs, um, etc. through their OTT by giving uh, you know uh, the actors and lesser known actors a platform. So... Uh, it's going to be a big celebration uh, and roadshows and press conferences where some of the bigger stars, smaller stars, 
who act in shows on Chopal will come and talk about their love for the language, what they feel uh, about the culture, about what they stand for, and and so on and so forth. So, um, I just found it fascinating that uh, an OTT platform could actually leverage this day because it's it's actually very relevant to you know to language and to 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 streaming content. You just said it, and that's uh, fascinating, and that's exactly. Uh why the streaming ecosystem in India is uh, amazing. There are so many, uh, I would say, I'm not sure we can, we can say niche because uh, even the, like a small uh, streaming service focused on a specific region with a specific language, they have a, a more than decent number of subscribers. But um, yeah, so it's good to see that uh, a, a regional uh, service decided to uh, Uh, promote this uh, international uh, mother language day. It makes sense. It makes sense for them. If you if you think about uh, like you know you just spoke about the what what the the French cinema is being promoted at Cinema Kiel and even some of the Arabic content. I think uh, all these um, you know activities and you know the focus on creating more original content in Arabic. Also, it's a it's a attempt to. Um, to push for the spirit of one's own culture, you know, one one's own culture, uh, one one's own way of life uh, versus, and not like blindly following what uh, what let's say comes from America. You know, we stand for some identity, uh, our own uh, content, and so on and so forth. Last uh, question for today: What have you been uh, streaming this week, Vinit? Okay, so I have been streaming something very fun. I, I, you know, my previous, I spent uh, a lot of hours watching the Alien Prophet. So th this time I chose something very light and fun because if you see that show, it's it's, it's kind of intense. Um, but I chose uh, the Indian Idol, uh, which is uh, basically uh, the Indian version of the American Idol. And it's on Sony Live. And basically, you know, it's got a bunch of um, strong, young talent competing for the coveted Indian Idol prize uh, so it's it's a lot of fun it's 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 you know it's for the viewers they spice it up they add emotions they focus on the stories of each of the singers um, and you know each of these singers who they've chosen have a story where they've come from very humble backgrounds and beginnings and now Uh, you know, they have some family issue or the other, but they are fighting through that and still singing well. And uh, so it, the way it's uh, the stories are shown, it, it's very inspiring and it's also fun because, you know, it's it's music. They um, did not only um, acquire the format, but they localized it also, right? Yes, 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 exactly, exactly. Okay, but I'm sure they, I'm sure it's uh, performing well. Yeah, it's Sony Live. Sony Live is killing it. You know, they have got Shark Tank, they've got uh, Indian Idol. So, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Okay. okay. Nice. What about you, Yan? Yeah, from my side, um, it's an uh, intense documentary <laughs> on a <laughs> prime uh, video called uh, uh, Yanis, The Marvelous uh, Journey. So, it's, um, it's uh, an intimate look in the life of uh, one of the NBA legends, Yanis Anteto. Kumpo. Uh, I'm not sure you've you've heard about him, but um, his story is amazing. Um, his family uh, comes from uh, Africa and uh, they moved to Greece 
he was born in in, uh, in Greece. Like it's an amazing uh, story, and uh, Yanis uh, is uh, one of the top players of uh, NBA. And um, and this documentary, you know, I really like this kind of documentary because uh, most of us, uh, even if you're a fan of NBA, you know who is uh, this uh, Yanis. But uh, you know he's Greek. You know there is a nice story behind. But doing this documentary, you can uh, you can spend time with him in in Greece. Is uh, uh, explaining like a the where uh, he started playing basketball and, and why um, Greece um, uh, like saved him basically. Um, it's not um, it's not a fairy tale uh, story because it, it definitely it wasn't easy for him and, and his family. But um, but yeah, honestly, uh, that that's why I love also uh, streaming because it's uh, it's a way to discover what's behind uh, sports um, athletes, and we need uh, more of of this kind of uh, documentaries. So it's called Yanis: uh, The Marvelous Journey and uh, on Prime Video. Wow, I'm amazed at how sports documentaries have gone from strength to strength. And check it out. That's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you for joining on the Streaming Lab podcast. Remember to subscribe to the Streaming Lab for more insights at thestreaminglab.com. Until next week, and don't forget, keep streaming. Bye-bye. Bye, folks.